Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, bad fo- Oh. I forgot I was on the internet for a minute. You just got called out. That's what she said. You will get made to meet pies. Yes, come on! Come on. It's pretty absurd. Bad Philosophy, episode 31, recorded on May 3rd, 2009. Farewell to a legend. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy. Unfortunately, when we recorded this episode live, we experienced some technical difficulties. So, in order to get you caught up, I'm going to give you a brief summary of what we were talking about. We had Brian Mitchell on, and Kevin Saunders as well. It was Kevin's last in-person Bad Philosophy. He's graduating Texas Tech. Big congratulations to him. So, we started out by talking about Dollhouse. You know, that, that Joss Whedon show that we just can't shut up about? About uh, a week ago, someone had posed a question to me via Twitter. See, in a recent episode of Dollhouse, Agent Ballard, who is uh, in some ways the protagonist, engages in rather aggressive sexual intercourse with November, who is a doll programmed to love him by the dollhouse. The person on Twitter questioned whether this could constitute rape. I disagreed, I, I said it probably couldn't, and gave some reasons based on a philosophy of mind, and it got us talking about the separation of personalities. So without further ado, I'm going to just jump right back in here to where our conversation resumed. So where, where were we? What were you talking about? I was bringing up the point that um, we, we were leading to the separate ent entities, the consciousness being aware and making the choice. Yeah. Um, in the case of November and her, with her having sex, because they've had sex before. Yeah. And it wasn't angry sex, it was happy sex. Right. But But that was when he thought he did, he that didn't she know. was an actual person. Or well not but a doll. Either way, she would have consented to it. Yeah. And they've had happy, happy sex, they've had angry sex. Now the the problem comes along and this we saw this with Sierra's character a few weeks ago, whereby he had hired her to rape her. Yeah. And that caused much. issues with, with Sierra. She was having problems with that and needed closure, and hence the episode with the closure. That, that's where that came about. Right. Um, because it wasn't that he wanted to have sex. He wanted to rape somebody hmm. and have that dominating, powerful experience. Yeah. He didn't hire her. What? He didn't hire her. Yeah, he did. No, you're, pretty, you're thinking no, of the, just... the, the, her handler. Yeah. No, this this is no. There was that was that caused problems too. But that, that he raped her in the blank state in the in, in tabula rasa, which no, also but there had was another. Issues. Yeah, there, there was another guy who 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 hired. hired her okay, the episode her, where uh, Caroline woke up. <laughs> the guy. The episode where um, Caroline woke up, as well as all the other people in the in the house. They woke up and they're like, "What's going on? I don't remember anything." But they had their personalities, but no memories. Yeah. Um, the, the what what Sierra needed for closure was dealing with the guy who hired her to rape her. Who in what episode was somebody hired? No, that didn't. It wasn't ever in an episode. Okay. No, it was just yeah. No, that was that was it was it expositioned in. Up. It was expositioned in. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, so getting getting back to more of the philosophical perspective, then so I, I think do we have a consensus here that it's not rape in the traditional sense when it's when it's with a doll. Um, that that is if, that is consenting the, as a doll. Yes, in that know. case. But you, if if as a doll they are not consenting, then it is rape. I mean, it just it, basically whatever profile they have at the moment is 
The whole point of the show brings up the a lot of very of interesting questions of separation of personality from body. Yeah. The other thing we don't have, we, in no situation ever is our mind separate from our body. Well, and actually, I, I mean, I'm kind of an identity theorist in the sense that we, you know, our body, our brain is us, is our mind. The mind is the brain. So that it wouldn't really be possible to do what they're doing on the show with this whole, you know, profile thing. Because, you know, you'd have to change the physical makeup of the brain each time, which is mm-hmm. perhaps what they're doing. Could um, be. But it's a magic chair. <laughs> it's, it's a magic chair, essentially, yeah. Um, because it, it's it's obvious that the, the process is very painful um, for the you know the the person who's getting changed, and it, that could just very well be because they're getting you know the the zapped or whatever. But it seems the process they're using is realigning the actual makeup of the brain, which is the mind essentially. Um, our our minds are the the collection of potentials between our little neurons. And our our memories are things that we kind of you know form and bring to the front of our minds at various points. But you know, there's not like uh, there's not like storage in the traditional sense where there's just um, a one or zero somewhere. It's all these these really complicated potentials between different parts of the brain. A system of connections. A system of connections, yeah. And you know, when you change that entire system to something else, you know, who knows whether. It's it's extremely theoretical, of course. And, you know, it's science fiction, <laughs> so we don't yeah, know that's, what that's would happen. <laughs> but just assuming that it is, but I think looking at that at that aspect of it isn't the point of the show. No, I, I mean, think it's, the, the it's point like is you know what if we could do that? What implications yeah. does it bring? It's about? more like looking at um, Asimov's iRobot yeah. series wasn't about. It was not about like robots and how do we make robots and how do robots work. Right. It was about postulating these these three rules and seeing how things could work within them. Mm-hmm. And it was very much a story of humans more so than it was of robots. The, the robots in the story aren't robots, right? Um, by any stretch of the imagination, they're, they're, they're constructs. Um, but the actual mechanics of them is such a non-issue mm-hmm. because it's it's about the three laws of robotics. Yeah, and how. A robot could work with them, and how they those those laws interact with each other, um, because they seem relatively straightforward. But I mean, he spends an entire book examining that, yeah, in a short story form. So let's talk about swine flu. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stop having sex with pigs. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Sure. Pig cest is causing all the world's problems. I I love, and by love, I mean truly, truly hate the. <laughs> The Fuhrer, 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 that has has sprung up around, up. has sprung up around swine flu because we've had. Hmm? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, that I don't think either of those words is correct. I think the the fear, the fear and the fervor with which they have proliferated the fear. Fuhrer. Fervor is like um, passion. Fuhrer is what I want. It's it's like fury, but fury is anger at something or yeah, over well, something. Yeah, which is applicable because everybody's angry and confused. Well, like, I think more confused angry than angry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kill all their pigs. What's funny first. is the government yeah. was like, we know it's not going to do anything, but it'll make people feel better. Yeah. Oh, which, that's horrible. Yeah, but no. Um, anyway, the the thing I'm trying to find the Twitter that was sent to me. I think it's yesterday. Um, the tweet. Twitter. Twi- no. 
No, the proper word is tweet. <laughs> Screw proper. You're quoting all over the place. Um, where? You can't just add TW to the beginning of something and make it a Twitter word. It was sent to me. It was sent to sent via. Um, <laughs> Twilebrity? Twilebrity? It was sent by, via a Twilebrity, um, if you will. <laughs> Uh, no, Zenny Jardin <laughs> sent it. Um, I'm really trying to find it because she, she put it really well. It was actually a retweet of somebody else. Okay, I can't find it. But anyway, the, the point was, you know, people, they, they, it, was a, it was a quote from somebody via Zenny Jardin to the effect of, you know, 40 people get swine flu and everyone wants to wear a mask. A million people have AIDS and no one wants to wear a condom. That's oh, right. That's that. exactly that was, how she put it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah. yeah. I retweeted it because it's that was, fantastic. that was a perfect point, it, and and it does put it in perspective. They they tried to do that on on Twit uh, last Sunday too. Like more people die in car accidents every day. More people died than from smoking died. yesterday. Yeah, um, it's just completely blown out of proportion, mm-hmm. and it's it's such the it's the news cycle raping the latest story until it dies. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I, the, the, I, I hate it. I mean, I hate that. That's what our our mainstream journalism has become is just this sensationalist, overblown, um, yeah. out of perspective source for information. I mean, there's, it, there is a there, great... there's nobody there with any sense of, of um, you know, putting this in context. Mm-hmm. Completely unjustifiably. Another, another great website via um, I got it through Jenny Jardin on boingboing.net was is do I have swineflu.com. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is a fantastic website. If you are worried about having swine flu, please go check it out. Um, if you're afraid anybody you know might have swine flu, check out doihaveswineflu.com. I think it's .com. Um, it's probably the most helpful website in dealing with the, the potential of swine flu that I've ever seen. Um, oh yes, and it's it's very. I mean, the information is very succinct. It's it's straightforward. Um, it's, it's clear. Concise. Um, it works. Yeah, yeah. It just it just is it dot com? Yes. You check it. It's dot com. Do I have dot com? I I wanted to talk about how they've kind of tried to youth, um, euphemize it, euphemize? not euthanize, <laughs> euphemize it um, by by calling it the H one N one virus yes. instead of swine flu because which apparently is, which the, is Heine. the the port yeah. Heine in, in elite if you're following that um, apparently the pork industry got very upset by the fact that you know, everybody's <laughs> talking about swine flu and you know all the all the misunderstandings people had you know well can i can i get it by eating pork you know can i eat, get it by screwing a pig you know can i get it by just being around pigs you know um and and so they renamed it you know the h1n1 which is i guess the proper name for whatever this strain is yeah but it's extremely cumbersome to say h1n1 versus that's why swine you say flu. heine <laughs> yeah, have you got the Heine? Actually, I think the technical term is A H1N1. A H1N1? Uh, influenza A H1N1. Oh, so inconvenient. Uh, but uh, John Stewart had a very good point about this. He's like, so <laughs> some some people are even suggesting they call it uh, hybrid flu, <laughs> uh, which will of course uh, upset the auto industry. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> so, but it's. It's a good example, though, of, uh-huh. of just you know how paranoia and the the collective idiocy of the masses <laughs> has an effect on on how we how we name these yes. things. Yes. What is, what is the phrase? Uh, do not underestimate the power of stupid people in large numbers. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Never underestimate stupid people. Oh in my large gosh. Groups. And and that's exactly what's happening. Is mm-hmm. is the stupidity is rising above the actual information. Yeah. Like the fact that the um, the figure of 150 deaths. 
proliferated for a long mm-hmm. time before the World Health Organization came out and said, um, no, we actually only have seven confirmed deaths, and they're all in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the people that are getting it are living. So... Yeah, all 150 it, people that got it. comment my uh, political science professor made. Symptoms of the swine flu, body aches, headache, chills, fatigue, or tiredness, which can be extreme. Is it me, or are all those also symptoms of finals? Yeah. <laughs> They're also symptoms of flu. Of, yeah, of, of <laughs> flu. In fact, I would like to see more people probably have died from regular influenza over the point of in this, in the, this, time the same time of the period of swine yeah. flu than, than swine flu. Yeah. Um, there's just there, and you know everybody talks about well you know it's not the fear of, of what's actually happened it's you know what could happen and I'm like you and know, right now it couldn't happen no. because it's not dangerous it's not no. deadly to the extent that we think it is but everybody's it's like not, well you know, it's not it's spreading okay yeah all this <sighs> okay if pigs were to fly out of my ass <laughs> it would be painful and uncomfortable am I afraid of this happening no, no. <laughs> because the yeah the probability is extremely low and I think it's just um, one of the things they brought up, it's, it's you know, the CDC can go, ooh, you know, reason for us to be funded. You know, the, the World <laughs> Health Organization can be like, oh, you know, something for us to be relevant. You know? <laughs> really, I would love for them to spend their efforts, you know, to use this this um, this time in the spotlight to, uh, to tell people about some things that are actually dangerous, like AIDS <laughs> or, or, you know, like um, starvation. Or heart or disease. Heart disease. Which kills more people than AIDS. <laughs> a lot more people than AIDS, actually. Um, or infant mortality. I mean, all these, these far more important health issues than, you know, this little bitty virus. But the thing, is, the thing is, those things have already been around for a long time. Yeah. These, these aren't new. Age, age is passe. Oh, right. Yeah, that was, that was the news cycle in the 1980s. Sorry. You know, I guess I guess just because it's not being talked about means it's we don't gone have something away. to panic about, right? We because we on South Park. How many years needs to pass before something can be funny? Something like seventeen, twenty-seven, <laughs> something like that. So it was it was it was on the episode where Jared had AIDS. Oh, okay. The, the, the episode called Jared Has AIDS, A I D E S. That was the single complete South Park episode I've seen. Really? I've, wow. I've seen I've probably seen a couple dozen. But not all, that's for sure. I've seen many of the more... I've seen all of the recent stuff. And mm-hmm. I started watching it again back when Cartoon Wars was the new episode. Hmm. One made fun of Family Guy. I would like to see that one, actually. It's, because Family Guy recently has been hit or miss. As you Star know. Trek episode, anybody? Oh, yeah, that was a clear miss. That was like... Uh, turning completely 180 degrees away from the target and firing into the air. Mm-hmm. It was... <laughs> I, they, it made me sad. Yeah. But we've talked about this before, we haven't have? we? I, I Probably. Think we have. Yeah. I've been sad. Yeah, we have. <laughs> so, let's see. Swine flu. What else has gone on this week that could be of philosophical oh, one relevance? One more thing, swine flu. Yeah. Um, evidence of panic. Two of the less intelligent students in my class. I'm done with student teaching, so yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Kevin the, is free. Two of the less intelligent students in my class. And... and I, I don't say that with... I, they have, they're potentially smart, as are many of my students, mm-hmm. but they don't act like it. Um, <laughs> spent an entire class period on my last day with, like, a, holding a, a tissue over her mouth. Well, two of them did this. And, like, because they were afraid of getting swine flu. They've closed down schools. Um, and Fort Dallas, Worth. Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, San Antonio. Down. UIL, Even has, as, uh, like UIL the over the state apparently. has been shut down until May 11th. All UIL, all UIL stuff has been shut down till May 11th. 
it's paranoia. It's complete and utter paranoia. And I, I mean, in this age of rapid information um, proliferation, it no, that's that's rapid proliferation. Rapid you can't trust that it's, it's information. Well, it's information of it's bad information. It's not yeah, yeah, misinformation. Misinformation. But you you would think that the proper stuff would come to the surface eventually, but that's just not the case here. It's you know one person hears something and takes an action on it without actually looking into the, the complete issue. Yeah. Well, an interesting news bite uh, came through this morning on Twitter saying that in Mexico, the swine flu is winding down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? We all got our whatever's in a twist over that? Yes. Because yeah. yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um... A week from now, everybody will have forgotten it, and it'll be like a, so. another another stupid thing that we got all upset about, oh, just like terrorism. You remember it as the panic that caused nothing. Yeah, the panic. The panic of 2009. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, what's going to be great is the actual epidemic that we're, we're due for. Due for, apparently. Um, once that sweeps through, I think nobody will realize it until couple hundred thousand people have died and then then, then it'll hit the personally uh, I'm looking for I'm looking for a uh, Captain Trips sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, from the stand um, whereby see the thing is if, if it were a real problem the government would hide it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially if it was their fault yes which is what happens in the stand yes it's the government's mm-hmm. fault and they try and hide it and try and shut it down and can't and and it's and it's truly pandemic levels. Although, yeah, who was that pointed out to me? That it may have been me that pointed it out to me. I hear pandemic, and I just see like pandas running over the horizon, <laughs> like lumbering. Pandemic. One of the humorous best stats on Twitter was pandemic. No, I'd prefer thin crustemic. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty good one. A bunch of people were making jokes about like call it bacon flu. That sounds like something I want to get. Yeah, bacon lung. Um, just mocking it. And really, that's all it that's deserves. That's the appropriate response. a heck of a lot of mocking. Throughout all this, and I was, kept thinking of this one Flash game that I played called Pandemic 2, mm-hmm. in which you control a disease as it, travels through the pl- as it travels across the planet, and your goal is actually to kill off the human population. <laughs> cool. So you... You have to like choose characteristics of the disease, like yeah. whether it's you airborne choose, trans- transmitted. Like at, or... at the beginning, it's, uh, you choose between a virus, a bacteria, or a parasite. At the beginning, it depends on how fast it spreads, how noticeable it is, and <laughs> how um, whatever. But your goal is to, and like throughout it, depending on how many people you have infected and later on how many people have died because of your disease, you get so many evolution points. Kind of makes it <laughs> uh, so you can so change characteristics. <laughs> So you can add fever, fatigue, sweating, and up into um, pulmonary ataxia, um, and actually start playing the game. Boils. Uh, <laughs> boils, maybe. Yes, actually. <laughs> oh, and, uh, okay. No plague is complete without boils. Oh, no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, some other things. Uh, heart, heart failure, mm-hmm. liver failure, mm. kidney failure. Mm-hmm. Um, another mm. sorted disease things that you can add in and, and but the problem is if you do if you add some bad things too early on people will start noticing your disease and the, uh, the countries that are doing will try to quarantine it in oh. and they will fail <laughs> I, I, I would like to see us actually try to deal with 
with a real pandemic? Because I, I, I think we were not anywhere near prepared. Um, I think the World Health Organization, CDC, are both underfunded, and we don't really have... I mean, we've seen the panic that results from just a fake pandemic. <laughs> what kind of panic would result from an actual pandemic? Um, you know, people trying to flee areas, uh, you know, breaking I imagine quarantine. I imagine it wouldn't be too dissimilar from um, infamous scenes in, say, uh, the day after tomorrow yeah. or... Yeah. Um, now uh, the new M Night Shyamalan one, The Happening. The Happening. I still haven't seen that. It wouldn't is be it too good? different from those. You can borrow it when you can know you can have that. It's yeah, it's crap. Oh, okay, but in these in these films, the the infamous scenes are people running away from air. Yeah, and I think that would be happening, and it would be just as funny. Yeah. <laughs> in in day, day after tomorrow, they have to outrun cold. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There's like a scene with them running, and it's chasing them down the hallways and turning and. Oh, no, yeah. the cold is going to get me. I'm like, sure. That's how, that's how thermodynamics works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, the interesting thing that I, I thought about during the whole pandemic, bunny rabbit quotes around mm-hmm. it, um, is that I, at the same time I was reading Cory Doctorow's uh, Little Brother, and the novel yes. is all about the government taking away people's rights to keep them safe. Uh, yeah. Against and in this case, it was against their will, and it, I just thought of, you know, what if it what if it gets to that point where they martial law, yeah, martial law, or even you know the the precursors of it, shutting down schools, you mm-hmm. know, taking yeah. away my right to education, and I'm, you know, not yeah. that that's necessarily <laughs> something. It's not life, liberty, and the pursuit of education, but. Hey, hey education I, makes I would happy. say education is is necessary for happiness. I don't know that it's a right, though. It's yeah. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's not We've even in the constitution, right. no. let alone the bill of rights. Well, there's isn't there something in it about like an educated electorate or um or an informed yeah. electorate? It's never it's never mentioned mm, pretty explicitly. Much. Originally, and that's why it's reserved for they the states. Want, and that's why we yeah, have the unwashed masses voting. Mm. So that's why voting wasn't universal. It was, yeah, for, for white landowners, essentially. <laughs> just pull out this quote that we had. Um... Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so the, we talked about the alcohol sales issue here on, on Bad Philosophy a couple this weeks ago. This is just a, just a brief thing. I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to emphasize the important part of this. You'll know that I'm emphasizing it because I will yell it at you repeatedly. Mm. This is from Brant O'Hare, the TOS spokesman, because this is, this is relevant to, our, to what we were just talking about, you know, yeah. education. Those 18 to 19-year-old tech... tech Those 18 to 19 year tech students aren't voting on this so they can wait until they're 21. They're supporting it so their fraternity brothers can buy it for them closer to campus. Um, Closer to campus is in brackets. That was was not actually said. Ellipsis, I only want educated voters to vote. I only want educated voters to vote. I only want educated voters to vote. I don't think tech students have the life experience to understand they should vote against this. So, students at Texas Tech, you're not intelligent enough to vote. Well, yep. I, I, I also think that, uh, I, I just find that amusing that we, that sometimes that theory of not wanting the unwashed masses to vote yet is still in the round. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's the we know what's best for you. It is. Yeah. And father um, knows best sort of thing. And uh, there's, there's, I, a, there's a great, great quote by Heinlein on, um, you know, you should never, ever, ever make somebody do something or keep somebody from doing something because you think it would be good for them. Hmm. Particularly if you're the government. 
Do they, don't, by pure force? I mean, you can reason with them. You well, can yeah, show yeah, but them no, why But why you, you cannot force somebody wrong. to do something because you think it would be good for them. Mm. We do that all the time, though. No, we I do. mean, that's, that's exactly what has come out from this pandemic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Air quotes again. Um, is, is a lot of people forcing others to do stuff because, well, you know, we know best. Uh, we, we just want to make sure that you're okay in this fake proliferation of disease. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sort of goes back to the whole Vietnam era thing where, okay, I can go and fight and die for my country, but I can't have a beer. Yes. Yeah. Thing. So. And it's actually, there are a couple of states, I don't remember which ones, that's, that have, have fixed that problem by saying, if you're in the military, you can drink. Really? <laughs> um, yeah. But no, it's interesting because theoretically it's a states' rights issue. Um, yeah. However, it, it is. But if you don't have a voting age of 21, you don't get highway funding. That's how the federal government does everything. Uh-huh. They, <sighs> they, you know, they... If you don't do things our way, we'll... You, have, have you can funding. choose. Yeah. And we can choose to cut off your funding if you choose the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, because it's my major, you know, yeah, educa- yeah. higher education funding. You can do whatever you want, but don't expect a dollar of federal financial aid for you or any of your students uh-huh. if, you yeah. Don't, yeah, you know, much. if you don't have ADA-accessible buildings. Or, I would almost call it blackmail. <laughs> I mean, it's it is. It's not blackmail when the government does it. Yeah, that's right. But at the same yeah. time, like... Some good things have come out of it, such as, you know, when the when ROTC folks said, oh, well, we're not going to let gay people even at our university yeah. yeah, because we have an ROTC here. And the federal government said, OK, that's that's ridiculous. You want our money? Then you got to change that policy. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but I don't know. I'm not. I don't I'm, think the good outweighs the yeah, bad. I, yeah. I'm certainly not an intelligent enough person or capable person to say that this is a good policy and this isn't. And I would I argue that even that, those in Congress are not intelligent to, well, enough to make that decision, which a, is why there are lobbyists. And a point that we made before is that even do you trust a hundred people to make a decision versus yourself? One person. Yeah. yeah Democracy is the idea that a million people are smarter than one person. Of course, autocracy is the idea that one person is smarter than a million people. Yeah. <laughs> so where's the middle ground? Well, it's it's, it's just oligarchy. I've I am a think. huge fan of oligarchy because you if you have people checking each other rather than massive organizations checking each other, it works a lot better. Anarchy. I you know I, for yourself. I'm still not convinced that anarchy would work. Well, rational yeah. anarchy or anarcho-capitalism, yeah. which are not the same things as true anarchy. So I should clarify. You right. Find them. Because I have no idea. Um, rational, rational anarchy is the idea that I alone am responsible for everything I do. Um, there is no such thing as a government, really, um, because there is always a choice. People always have these choices until you force, until you bring force into the option. You know, when you look at you know the right to bear arms and stuff, people are like, well, what about what about nuclear weapons? Should people have the right to do that? And I'd say people already have the right to do that, because when someone sets off a nuke be it via the government or not, mm-hmm. one person is choosing to push that button. One person chooses to push it or not. Somebody else may, and if they don't, somebody else may come along yeah. and do it. But there's always a single person who decides that they will do that, to push that button. Well, it's not the push button. It's, but at this point, it's, it's uh, at least two people. 
I believe, to... But enough that there is always... A, if one of those persons chooses not to do it, though, one of those, someone else will come in someone and come choose in. that. They can just get another person. There is going to be a choice. And, there, and, that, and it comes down to personal choice always. Hmm. And that's rational anarchy. Anarcho-capitalism is the idea of, of true free markets. And the idea that people, as, as a subset of, of uh, rational anarchy, can choose to do everything on their own free will. Mm -hmm. There is no, you should do this because it's better for you. There is no government subsidies of anything. Something fails or succeeds on its own merits. There is, there, the market exists and people, and it is a, it is not a system that, it is a system that changes, albeit sometimes slowly, based on reality, not based on what we think reality is and we think it should change this way. Mm -hmm. The idea of, of accidental, and there's, there are always unintended consequences. This is to be expected. It's the theory of unintended consequences. However, when we force things to do, to, to, if we force something to change, we don't expect the unexpected consequences. Surprise, surprise. Hmm. But they, they come around, and they're not always positive. And by forcing that, you can force negative things to happen. By letting them happen, again, choice becomes the issue, and you chose to happen, and accept the responsibility thereof. Mm -hmm. But accepting responsibility is not something that we're particularly fond no, of. No, but um, they... Which is but why that's, we like to kind of put it off onto other people. <laughs> we do, but, but that's yeah. something that can be changed. And, and something that, yeah. that I will... I, you can... You, whether or not you choose to accept responsibility for your actions, if you kill a member of my family, you are responsible and I will take care of that appropriately. Um, yeah, well, so let's say you're psychotic. Um, and your idea of appropriately is killing everybody on my block. Um, who's there to... Uh, I won't make it the whole way. What if everybody on the block is psychotic as well? <laughs> the thing is, the thing is these, things, these things weed themselves out. Mm. In a right, is it pretty? No. no. Is it nice and happy and cheery? No. But these things take well, care we'll of say, themselves. You know, it, because, because you can't step in and say... You have to do this because I tell you to. And you do it at the point of a gun. Everything the government does is at the point of a gun. Essentially. No, but, uh, literally. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say though, that there's a, a benefit from having sort of a, an impartial um, adjudicator of, of these conflicts? How do you decide who that person is? You, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with impartial mm -hmm. adjudicators. Bringing someone in and saying, please help us figure this out. Mm -hmm. But you have to say... To this person, please come in and help us figure this out. Someone coming in and saying, I'm going to help you figure this out, is not the same thing. Mm, yeah. Saying, okay, Brian and I are having a disagreement because he likes anime and I don't. I think all anime should be eradicated because of this. Mm -hmm. And we're going to bring in Jed, and we both agree to, agree to follow Jed's ruling, whatever we say, and we ask. And we, we have our sides of the argument, and we say, Jed, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Should I have a right to kill everyone who's ever watched or enjoyed anime? And Jed will say appropriately... Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we've agreed to this. And, yeah. and, and I hang my head in shame. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and we couldn't, even, we couldn't even really say that. I mean, it would be, can I kill Brian because he likes anime? Yeah. And, and if Jed says yes, we've both agreed to this ruling ahead of time, then we say, okay. And so I kill him. But we've agreed to this. There's always a choice in the matter. We chose to bring this in. This was not forced upon us. But, yeah. But people don't like that you know they oh no they, of course they don't i think you would I mean, just end up back to that killing so, him <laughs> yeah it goes back to that you know to, i think it's a story in the bible where they want to cut a baby in half right yeah, yeah. well no 
they they couldn't argue, agree over who the, the, the so story Solomon was different. was like, yeah. okay, cut the baby in half. Yeah. yeah. And the one who who didn't care about the baby is like, okay. The other one was like, no, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Which is an unreasonable reaction anyway. Um, on both, like the one who's like, okay, cut the baby in half. Because what are you going to do with half a baby, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the problem becomes, you know, what if what if uh, what if there are far more of you uh, anime haters than there are of the uh, the anime lovers, and y'all just decide to kill off all of them? Who's to stop you from doing that? Well, the impartial judge. The impartial media. Okay, okay let's say two-thirds. To how do you choose Let's that. say there are no impartial judges. Let's say two-thirds of the world are, are anime haters, and, and the other um, third is uh, anime lovers. So you've got, uh, you know, nobody's impartial in this situation. And, um, you know, y'all can pretty you're, much, you're y'all have the guns. Ex- you're dealing with extremes that aren't going to exist. Uh that's perfectly possible situation. No, okay. If that's if that's possible, then how have we ever had social change? Because people have normative ethics. We have sort of an accepted coercion. moral standard, and and coercion. coercion. No, essentially, no, coercion we... starts it, but you know, coercion finishes it. The job is started by people saying, "Wait a minute, killing people is wrong." Yeah, I don't want to be killed, so I don't think other people should be killed, and so I am going to stop you from killing somebody else. This and is, not necessarily by I mean, killing you. This is you. basic political philosophy right here. But uh, I think the way um, the way Hobbes took it is you have to have a monarch. Everyone you know relinquishes their um, their right to choose to a monarch. Mm-hmm. Who is, I won't do that. You know, Sorry. <laughs> uh, God controlled or God yeah. um, authority given or whatever. Right. Divine right. Yeah. So he was a big fan of the divine right of kings, and he would say that you know the king has that sort of that power to adjudicate. How people should decide. But now, again, Locke, you, that? you can't. Uh, you can't. Locke was. Uh, he took it another way. He said the the social contract comes from people agreeing to cooperate for the the greater good. Saying like, um, I don't believe in the greater good. Well, okay. So let's. You know how how then do you get a? Because um, it comes down to people. It always comes down to individuals. Because there is no such thing as a mass of people. There is a bunch of individuals. There is a collective cannot, consciousness. I, I think there, I, like, I will agree with Stephen here because there, you know, I can be really good at one thing and rely on other people to do other, you know, I can be awesome at programming a computer and not have to worry about learning how to cook all my food or grow. Right. Food. No, there, there can be interdependence and interreliance, but that is, that is, you are relying on one person or, you know, 20 people. Yeah, multiple but those, people. But those like, people are not a single unit. This idea of treating society as one object or as a group of large objects. It's, it's purely it's a facility. It's useful, yeah, it's, but it's, it's not true. Okay. Um, I, I don't think that changes the approach at all. I mean, it may not be true that, that, that we at act as point, a collective. At any point, like if you were forcing somebody but... to do something against their will, it is wrong. I'm st- <laughs> still not, still not <laughs> up for that. But... but what if that is your will to begin with, to... To coerce someone into doing what you want—that is wrong. So That's, any, it's, it's a self-regulating thing. Someone else that goes beyond a compromise. You have to talk to each other. You have to agree with each other to do things. And when that compromise is nothing happens, nothing should happen. Yeah, you know, that's actually what ends up happening anyway. <laughs> it's happening a lot in Congress recently. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Pretty much. Yeah, nothing happens when when you get when you have to require people to compromise and folks are not willing to compromise. Nothing happens. 
then at what yeah. point, yeah. then what do we do at that point? Yeah, I mean, at that point, what, what do we do? What can we do? Do we change out those leaders? Like, well, those, we shouldn't have those leaders. Shouldn't we? We shouldn't have people who are in charge of us. I should be in charge of. So me. I mean, I guess my question you. is: is then how do you get bigger efforts together? Like to coordinate large. You talk to people. To, to, but to coordinate large efforts, you still need a degree of, of hierarchy. You still need a, you know the ability to go do this and don't question me because you know the questioning and the reasoning and the compromises is an inefficient process. In many cases, say for you know for getting a for getting a, a job done, every worker that builds a bridge does not have to understand why each component is going in where it is. They don't have to, but if they want to, they should be able to find out. Uh, if, what if, if 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 someone says, "I will give you a hundred dollars to nail these pieces of wood together to help me build a house," I will say, "Okay, I don't have to. I don't have to know these things." And I may not want to, because I want $100, and I can put nail bullet pieces of wood together. Would, okay, what, what if, so then everybody, everyone in, a, in the job decides that they want to find out, you know, why they're doing any particular thing. You know, so to, maybe to, uh, to ascertain whether they're being paid enough for the, for the job, whatever. Okay. To go about that process, you know, in terms of building a bridge, might be extremely inefficient for other people. And so, you know, so those people don't have to work for them. So I don't have to pay you. Then nothing gets done. Again, I mean, we're back to this. No, but this see, the thing is, you're, you're in these what if monkey situations. You know, what if it's 27 still... ninjas jump out and attack me while I'm walking down the street? I'm, I, again, I would say it's a reasonable, it's a reasonable question to ask. That everybody would do this? What? Hmm? The ninjas? No, the, no. not the ninjas. <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, but these things will take care of themselves because, there is, because everybody agrees. And you, you can say, I'm not going to give that information because it would be inefficient to me. And the worker can say, okay. Or the worker can say, then I'm not going to work for you. There are other people out there who will work for this. We see this because Ill- illegal immigrants can get jobs. That's proof of that. <laughs> that. That is proof of the situation whereby, you know, there is someone who is willing to do that job. Yeah, without question. Without, without, because yeah. they don't care. And, they, and not wanting more money. But yeah. they, because, because illegal immigrants who make less than minimum wage are happy with that. They want that money because yeah. they're supporting a family back in Mexico or Canada, depending <laughs> on where they immigrated from. Right. But they want that money, and they will work for that. And they're okay with that. Because not everybody is the same, and not everybody's going to ask for that. Mm-hmm. And there is always going to be someone who will do that job for, for a reasonable pay because they decide it's reasonable. Both sides of the party agree to it. Yeah. <sighs> so, so if everybody did this, yes, it would be horrible and fall apart. But that's not how the world works. That's not how people are. My my main concern then at this point is just we can't. There's no line from A to Z. There's no line from where we are now to a rational anarchy or a an. an there's not a straight one society. equal. You know, this is how we get there. No, but there's people like me who fight for it, who do little things. The, the ideal, the the idealist, aka mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm looks at the end and says, I want to get here, and this is where we need to be. The rationalist looks at, we need to be one step closer to that. But by pushing here, I can get us one step closer. I, by pushing at the outside end, I can get us that inch closer. If the rationalist says, well, let's make these things a little bit better, they can maybe do that, maybe not. But mm-hmm. by saying, I want to reach for the stars, I want to put a man on the moon, I want to put a man on Mars we can get a little bit closer. And you have to have these idealists like myself. I don't expect these things to happen. Yeah. I don't, I don't expect them, but I want them because to happen, and I don't stop pushing for them. Shoot for the moon, even if you miss, even if you miss your land among the stars. Yeah. It's a good, it's, I've heard that before. It's a good quote. Yeah. You're going to get something. That's why I'm an idealist. And that's where we'll wrap it up on this episode about philosophy. Good, um, 
Kevin, we uh, we thank you for, for being on here for your last uh, in-person episode, at least for the moment. And uh, we wish you well in all your uh, future travels. Thank and, you. Uh, well, you know, we'll definitely have you on here on via Skype or something. Sure. We'll, we'll figure out how to do that. And uh, Brian, thanks for, for participating. Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, we... We needed to fill out the panel, so you know, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> I am a I am a pile of meat with a voice. Exactly. And uh, a useful pile meat of meat. Bag. Yeah, meat bag. Hope we don't get made into meat pies. <laughs> and uh, Jed, thank you for doing the camera work for that the brief period before we had technical difficulties on the stream and uh, and for, for talking a little bit. No problem. Yeah. We'll also have you on uh, probably a lot more <laughs> over the summer because you will be here it will be the new Kevin <laughs> exactly yeah. Jed will be the new Kevin shoot for the moon I have to, I have to study <laughs> alright well thank you all for listening and watching if you did watch we'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy Have y'all seen that commercial from the new Schick Razor that's like, you know you want to do it. You know what you want. And it's this guy with his big bushy beard. Because it's, it's, it's a razor with a trimmer on the bottom of it. It's one of those like, fancy disposable electric things. Uh-huh. Like, you know what you want. Now are you going to do it? And so he picks it up and he's like trimming and shaving and stuff. And he's got the Wolverine chops at the end of the hair. It's like Wolverine, X-Men Origins. But also Schick Razor. That's fairly clever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sad excuse for a sunrise It's so cold out here Ice and silence and dark skies As we go around another year I just remember that. First time I listened to the show, I was like, God, that guy's a prick. <laughs> like, I really, I was like, I hate him. But I've grown to love Kevin. Bad Philosophy is brought to you by Skype Out and by Apple. Check out their offers through the affiliate section of our website. Badphilosophy.com Stop having sex with pigs.